This is the 216th episode of 200 on Private Equity. And here uh, we're going to pick up where we left off with the um, Labyrinthian Investment Company Act and how private equity funds and venture capital funds can avoid regulation by the federal government uh, through the various exemptions that have been established. Um, if listeners, for whatever reason, uh, have just decided to tune into the 216th episode um, without looking at previous episodes, that's perfectly fine, uh, and I try to make things ex- ex- as accessible as possible. But uh, to make what follows um, uh, as uh, intelligible as it can be, uh, uh, listeners are... Uh, recommended to check out episodes 136, 137, 174, uh, 214, uh, 213, and 215. Uh, and, and this is good not not only uh, uh, for uh, me because I get more uh, views, but also it's good for you because um, the more exceptions that you know for your firm to get out of this um, draconian regulatory re- regime, the better, right? Uh, or maybe not. Maybe um, you're a specialized firm, uh, as was the case in uh, 214, right? And you only do oil or gas or real estate, and you only need one exception. But the more, the more, the more, the merrier, right? Uh, so with that, um, I'll, I'll continue with the loopholes. And here, uh, what loophole do I have for you here? Well, that's uh, section 3C4. So this is the small loan activities and uh, real estate uh, investing exception to the ICA. So for firms uh, seeking to avoid coverage under the Investment Company Act. Uh, and uh, firms that offer uh, small loans uh, engage in industrial banking or engage in similar businesses. Uh, Management personnel will often find it easier to avoid ICA coverage by satisfying uh, the local licensing requirements to a separate entity in each jurisdiction in which the firm operates. Uh, Companies, though, that engage in any one of these three activities uh, directly or through subsidiaries will have to rely on the coverage exemption contained in 15 U.S.C. Section 88.3c.6, uh, entities that invest in real estate through complex organizational structures may also be eligible for an Investment Company Act exemption under 15 U.S.C. 88.3c.6, right? Uh, the SEC has taken the position that issuers engaged in the business of purchasing or otherwise acquiring mortgages and other liens on and interests in real estate must demonstrate that they are primarily engaged in this line of business on both a consolidated basis and subsidiary by subsidiary basis. Uh, finally, 15 U.S.C. 88.3c.6 also provides an exemption from Investment Company Act coverage for diversified financial or real estate holding companies, as well as other firms that are involved directly or through majority-owned subsidiaries in an additional business other than investing, reinvesting, owning, holding, or trading in securities. And these firms uh, must also derive at least 25% of their gross income from any of the lines of business uh, that are protected in 15 U.S.C. Sections 80A, 3C3, uh, 15 U.S.C. Section 80A, 3C4, and 15 U.S.C. Uh, 80A, 3C5. Uh, PET members should note, though, that firms that rely on this exemption and then require additional assets must take care that at least 25% of gross income continues to be derived from an eligible trade in the three aforementioned categories, right? So uh, that's for uh, real estate folks looking to avoid the Investment Company Act. Uh, What about research and development companies? Well, uh, for firms with long development periods requiring equity offerings to pay operational expenses in anticipation of a product line, uh, 17 CFR 270.3A8 provides a non-exclusive safe harbor to exempt these businesses from compliance with the 1940 Investment Company Act. 
to claim this exemption, and a company must have research and development expenses representing a substantial percentage of its total expenses for the same period, uh, net income from investments in securities not in excess of twice the amount of its research and development expenses for the same period, and expenses for investment advisory and management activities, investment research, and custody below 5% of its total expenses for the last four fiscal quarters combined. Uh, the firm must also limit, it, limit its investments in securities to capital preservation investments. Uh, the firm must be primarily engaged, directly or indirectly, in a business other than investing, reinvesting, owning, holding, or trading in securities. And the firm must adopt a written investment policy covering uh, capital preservation. Uh, and with certain exceptions, the firm uh, must, not be in a, not, must not be a special situation investment company uh, and must refrain from holding itself out as a firm engaged in the business of investing, reinvesting, and uh, trading in securities, right? So that's uh, research and development companies. I've also covered uh, real estate companies. Uh, what about uh, exemptions uh, through custody receipt programs and exemption orders? Uh, well, the former first, uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission has granted no action relief to entities that have sought exemptions for the Investment Company Act after, after uh, issuing securities that the agency determined uh, not to alter uh, the nature of the underlying investment held by the firm. Uh, what could you cite for that? Well, it's a no action letter issued on August 30, 2012. Uh, to uh, Lynn Energy uh, Limited Liability Corporation, right? Uh, you could also cite a no-action letter uh, issued on September 3rd, 1999, uh, right? So this is uh, holders. And uh, uh, let me let me cover exemption orders, even though I'm over time, right? So finally, uh, the SEC retains the authority under 15 U.S.C. 80A6C to conditionally or unconditionally exempt any person security transaction or class or classes of person securities or transactions from any provision of the 1940 Investment Company Act provision or rule uh, to the extent that the exemption is necessary or appropriate to further the public interest and protect investors. Uh, the application typically explains why the exemption is necessary and how granting relief would meet the statutory standard. Uh, uh, unlike no-action letters, uh, issuers can rely on an exemption order uh, issued to another party. Uh, orders do, though, provide guidance to uh, team members on the likelihood that the SEC will grant an order in a case where the firm or the PE fund uh, petitions for an exemption order, right? And that concludes uh, this 216th episode of 200 on uh, private equity, not, of course, ruling out the possibility of bonus sessions.